Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Lord Elio Knella, and I'm here with my esteemed colleague, Sir Benjamin Pierce, the man that's always piercing barriers, and we are here for another week of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how are you, my good man? How'd you like it? A solid 10. Nice. Awesome. If you haven't haven't seen it yet, I don't know what the hell you are doing with your life. I just... I don't even know... Are you you saying my life's incomplete because I don't have the Joker in it? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix just killed it. Okay. Um, let me ask you because like okay I don't like I don't watch football like a whole lot but I do follow it so like I do know like what's going on in the games and such so um is this uh are we close to the end to the Super Bowl or is there are there still more games I know Super Bowl is usually held in February. Yes. So there's like 16 weeks, uh, and this will be like week 8. Well, actually, 17 weeks, but each week, each team gets a bye week, which means they get a week off. So oh, okay. 16 games each. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. 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 Because then, um, we've uh, done this for a few years now, but, um, at church, they, the guys uh, in the Knights of Columbus usually have a Super Bowl party. The, the priest has like this big screen and he puts a Super Bowl up there. We all have a party. We eat. We drink. It's pretty fun. Yes. Yes. Well, this is the, this is the educating Elio portion of the show. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I could help because I have... Uh, this is my 19th year watching football, so I have... I have you beat by a long shot. All right, sir. Although I do, although I do uh, watch it off and on. Well, off and on doesn't count for shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, it's somewhere it, where you do count for, for a whole lot more than shit. At least I would hope so, since we've been doing this podcast for a year. <laughs> it is wrestling knowledge. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, as you heard at the top of the show um this is a we're here at a special time date it's sunday night 
And it is a little after 11 p.m. Usually we're here on Saturday night, but this week we switched things up and we couldn't go a week without recording an episode. Even though we, I was contemplating not doing one this week. However, I could not let a week go by without recording. Oh, but see, my, 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 good, my good man, Sir Benjamin, has a lot to get off his chest. I mean, he's just, I, I've had to call for reinforcement to make sure the walls are loaded in case they should happen to tumble down. Alright, speaking speaking of news. Speaking of news, so why don't we get into that? Absolutely. Hence hence I gave you the layup for the easy transition. Alright, sir. So what do we have this week? Well obviously we have um we have two big stories that I wanna get your opinion on. So I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, why don't we get the Jordan Miles stuff out of the way first, and and then uh, we can take on this. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, um, if you've, unless you've been living under a rock uh, somewhere, if you're a wrestling fan at all, you've obviously heard about um, the Jordan Miles situation, which came out. I believe it was Saturday, not yesterday, of course, but the the previous uh, Saturday or Sunday morning. It's it's all it's already been a week. Wow. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you what, you know, I mean, you might have had a point with with the the T-shirt being a little bit questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you, man, just the. Uh, just the way he has handled it and gone after everybody. Yeah, he went after R.O.H. and Jay Lethal. They don't have anything to do with this situation at all. So. I mean, that was, that was my thought because, I mean, to go after you know, Jay Lethal and call him Uncle Tom, which, yep. which in and of itself is like one of the most racist things you could say. Yep. And then go after WWE for quote unquote being racist. Now I have, a, I have a I have a question for you. If you yeah. if you didn't know who Jordan Miles was, 
Like, if, like, obviously you knew him from ROH. He used to be wrestled as ACH. Right. But if you didn't know who ACH was, would you have known who the Stuart Miles character was? No. Okay, okay, so I'm not alone then. Because when I first uh, saw this, I was trying to find out Jordan Miles. Who's this Jordan Miles I'm, I keep hearing about? And then when I saw ACH, I'm like, okay, now I know who this guy is. And then every and then everyone turned on him. Yeah, and then everyone turned on him after the ROH Jay Lethal comments, and he and not even that he even posted a video giving the WWE the finger. Um, did you see the t-shirt? Yeah. And what, what do you think? Research. 
uh, to kind of see if um, see what I thought about it. I can kind of I can kind of see um, where he was he was coming from a, a little bit with that for sure. Um, but you know, it's just you, you don't you don't defame people and the company you work for yeah. on social media. I mean, you know, this is like a behind closed doors conversation and you just say, hey, you know, you know, just to bring this to your attention, apparently he did that and, like, cleared the shirt and then no shirts were even sold. So I'm not really sure um, what his issue was, but uh, uh, after they pulled the shirt. Um, so I'm... I'm with you. I, I lost all respect uh, for Jordan Miles, not because not because he he had a certain opinion, but because of the way that he attacked people and and just conducted himself. Yep. And I, I think I think he exposed himself um, as as being a real. I don't even go as far as to say like the way he handled it is like he made himself. Like the biggest asshole in the game, mm-hmm. and you know he he's he's not bigger than you know the the industry. So <laughs> I'll, I'll be shocked if uh, if he makes his way back. Like I mean, I I saw that when I first saw the T-shirt, I was I I was thinking I don't I don't get it, right? But then um yeah. I was looking at it again, but this time I unfocused my eyes, so I kind of like. Crossed him a little, like to, uh, out to go out of focus, and then I said, "Okay, I kind of get uh, what what they're what I'm what I'm seeing here." Right. But so I just think it's so wrong the way he went about this whole thing. Yeah, me too. Not cool. Not cool at all. And speaking of other things that are not cool, uh, this Crown Fools event. Ugh. Oh boy. Okay. I know you have a lot to say about this. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There will, there will be no warming up in the bullpens for this. Now, you we can take this from two different perspectives. Now, if if you want me to bury it as a as an on-screen product, I can do that because the vast majority of the of the card was complete and utter Bullshit. Um, no, 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 It's complete, utter bullshit. Uh, well, yes, absolutely. See, you can do a better English accent than I can. Um, <laughs> must be one of those Canadian talents. Well, we were, we were part of England at one time. Actually, yeah, I was, was asking about that because you, know, you said that you saw some of it. Um, did you see that one as well, that match? Yeah, I did. Okay. 
Well, what do we thoughts on that match? match? Actually, it wasn't very good at all. I didn't like it. People there don't even don't even appreciate the wrestling, anyways. I mean, half the time, half the time they were on their phones and walking around in the audience. And the crowd was, was like dead the whole time. Oh, right, really? They, they, no one was cheering. Very, very little. That's a surprise. Um, I heard someone threw a bottle at Natalia or something. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Like, during her, uh, her entrance. So clearly not everybody was uh, thrilled about them being there. But just to, you know, just to put your talent, you know, in that situation, it's just kind of messed up. Now, I want to get your thoughts on this one guy that you had mentioned to me off-air. Mansoor. Gee, I wonder why. I, because... That's what I'm saying. Outside of like, of like the, the event last year, and then apparently I looked it up. I don't remember the dates, but apparently he had two uh, NXT appearances. So he, like, he made he made an appearance on NXT UK. I know that because yeah. I covered that show. Yeah. Prince 
I think they said I think it was like between 300 and 500 million from what well, I was reading reading about this story I was like I was scared for the the guys lives over there like that they were stranded there it's like I, I, hope, I hope they got home I really hope that that next time that they have to go back next year, that they say that everyone says no. Television, so 
All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we will be back shortly with our review of Monday Night Raw. So stay tuned for that. fans we are now going to get into our review of Monday Night Raw and this week's Monday Night Raw came to us from St. Louis Missouri and we were at the Enterprise Center formerly known as the Scott Trade Center slash Keel Center and we kick things off with the Kabuki Warriors coming out and they were introduced by Paige and Kabuki Warriors are now heels as they turn on Paige after Asuka spit the green mist in Paige's face. Thank the wrestling gods. <laughs> this is, this, no, no, man, this is exactly where they belong. Yeah. This is, why they didn't do this eons ago is mm-hmm. beyond me because Asuka in particular has just been floundering uh, since... Her uh, undefeated streak ended, and you know, they, I mean, they just turned one of the biggest, you know, killers in, in the women's division into like a uh, into just a, a, a baby face. I just I don't I don't understand it. But um, but at least uh, we finally got what what she deserved. So. You know, I've never been so happy to see green mess in my entire <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and um, so that led into our opening match with uh, Becky Lynch defeating Kyrie Sane by submission. They gave this match 14 minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, in this case, I'm not sure why they would have um, Kyrie Sane lose because like they had all this momentum from turning them heel, so like it would have been perfect. You know, to have them, or to have Kyrie uh, defeat the uh, uh, defeat the women's champion to give the Kabuki Warriors more momentum. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Um, I, I really, w- I really would have liked to, to see her take it because, like I said, capture even further momentum from In the heels are. And now, Ben, this mad next match is disgusting. Buddy Murphy defeated R Truth, and look at this time: one minute and thirty seconds. I mean, you know, all I can say to that is literally, and, I, and excuse my language. Luckily, luckily, we've we've taken the the uh, sanctions off the, the podcast. But so I'm just gonna say this one time. But what the blithering fuck was that? That was, I don't know whether, this is terrible. Like, and uh, our truth I've already lost track of how many times he's won that, that's 24-7 championship. I'm so over that. You know, I mean, like, originally, like, the concept was entertaining. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll give our truth credit. You know, he pulls off the comedy bits um, fantastically. And, and for being 
playing her damn close. Um, you know, he's still, you know, pretty damn athletic and impressive in the ring. That being said, I will never be able to take the 24-7 championship seriously as a championship because you can't... Championships should never be used as props. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this is. It's a glorified prop. I mean, give me give me Al Snow's head and I'll be more entertained by that than, than the 24-7 challenge. Okay, did you hear what you just said? Did you know how that sounded? Yeah, I, I do. But <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay, and next we had, for the umpteenth time, Rick Shea defeating Drew McIntyre by disqualification. You know, and, and this, was, this was a solid match. You know, you put those two in a ring, you're going to get a good match. Having said that, I would like to see some uh, something different, uh, something fresh, uh, you know, because... You know, it's it's like it's like it's becoming John Cena versus Randy Orton all over again. I mean, what? I mean, how many fucking times are we gonna see this one match? And I, I feel like I'm gonna set the world record in this podcast for for number of f bombs I drop. Now, uh, again, this next match. Why are they doing this to the tag team championships? Eric and I are the War Raiders defeating. These two jobbers, Bryant and Rizzo, who were dressed in their in Chicago Cubs jerseys, and they were introduced as such. Uh, 
if I have that correct. And the whole thing was just a was a was just a disaster. I mean, it, it was it was like it was like watching it was like watching the ice capades. I mean, I, I, I'd rather I'd rather pour bleach into my eyeball. Oh my! <laughs> I just I just uh, I don't this this thing is just defies logic to me. Now, as you know, we're gonna go get into these two jobbers because I looked up who they are. Okay, so Bryant is name is Kyle Roberts. He's only been in OVW in WWE. Now, before I get into the other one, uh, we all know who Matt Seidel is, right? Yes. Does he have a brother? I believe he does. Okay, because Rizzo's name is Mike Seidel. Well, and uh, he's been in Shikara, CZW, Impact Wrestling, ROH. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're related. I think. Uh, I think the guy you're talking about, Sidell, is just a just a ring name. Oh, okay. So. Well, no, because I was looking at the at his real name as well. And no, no, the, no, the last name is Kirkland. I don't, I, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Maybe, I, don't, I don't know, I'd have to like that up. So that is Elio's excursions into the world of jobbers for this week. <laughs> 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 Next we had Andrade defeating Sinkara, and Sinkara debuted a new manager this week in, named Catalina. Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that I have no idea who she is. Neither do I. But but let but let's break this down. Okay. Okay. Now previous to the last couple of weeks where Sin Cara has lost to Andrade, which which sidebar, that's not a big shocker. This Sinkara is uh, the one that used to play Hunico.
I mean, it's just, you know, this sim card gimmick just needs to die, and I'm, I'm sorry. And then, it's, just, it's useless. And then we had, in the women's tag team action, we had Charlotte Flair and Natalia defeating my favorite team, the Iconics. I love the Iconics. No, I like Billy Kay. I'm a fan of the Iconics. Come on. They suck. No, come on. You've got to be joking me. You've got to be joking me. No, I'm not kidding. They're terrible. You've got to be joking me. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> then we had... Seth Rollins defeating Eric Rowan in a Falls Count Anywhere match. This match was a fucking joke. I did this. Like, how many times have we seen a forklift involved in a, in a Falls Count Anywhere match? I mean, like, that's like their go to finish. It, it was just, it was the most boring, most unentertaining brawl. I think I've ever seen. I mean, it, it was like I took an ambient right in the middle of that match, you know, and could have fallen the fuck asleep. And just, you know, and, uh, and honest to God, man, you know, Raw has had that effect on me for weeks and weeks and months and months on end. There is nothing that is urgent for me to take a look at on Monday Night Raw. I mean, I swear, I swear to God, and, and largely this has been the case for SmackDown as well, out, outside of um, outside of this past Friday, which which we'll get into uh, shortly. Um, but you know, the the I feel like I say this ad nauseum uh, every, every week on the show, and I should just record it in a line and then you know play that clip every week. Um, it's just the divide between the main roster and that of NXT and AEW over over here is just it's it's nine day. I mean, it's just this is not the Raw and SmackDown that I grew up watching. It mm-hmm. is an, it's it, it's an abortion. It's it, it, it it's it's terrible. And as a and as a wrestling fan, and and uh, you know, having having had you know friends in the business, and also having a little bit of you know professional uh, experience with with um, with writing stuff, and, and just being familiar with the product um, for as long as I have, I just I have never in my life been able to say that I've been embarrassed to be a WWE fan. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, Elio, for the first time on this on this show and ever before in my life, I will publicly admit to you that when it comes to the main roster and the excuse that it has become, I'm embarrassed to be a fan of this show and, and I feel very secure in saying, in saying this to you right now. If it was not for this podcast over the last year, I would not be watching Raw or SmackDown. Oh, wow. Yep. 
I know, I hear you, because some weeks it's so bad, I, I don't even know why I watch it. I literally fall asleep during Raw, literally. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, could, I, I can't tell you how many times I've fallen asleep early during Raw. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, luckily, you know, I found, I found this, this uh, another podcast that I really like, and I, I, I go there and I get all the, all the feedback for the show, so I... I I can kind of skip it if I want, but like I find that podcast drastically more entertaining than three hours of Monday Night Raw. I mean, I I mean, good God, it could be a cure for insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 next the next match is gonna be uh, I don't know uh, AJ Styles defeating Humberto Carrillo by submission. I think what we're looking at is the f- a future tag team known as the Power Rangers. And I, I, I better shut up because WWE might be listening to us right now and might uh, steal that idea. Well, we do have over 5,000 listeners over the last year, so we have to, I have to say thank you for that. But, oh, my God. You so... Know, Now, now that, that was the main event. However, that wasn't the end of the show, Ben. We had a divorce court segment. Oh my god, I couldn't do it. I couldn't knock myself out with a freaking brick. <laughs> oh my god. No, I, I, I missed this part. Did you see this part? Uh, please, can you tell me what, 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 what happened? Because I, I, I totally missed it. No, because I'm sure it was pretty bad. I was, I'm, I know, I, you don't have to go into it because I, I already, I saw like part of it where a Rusev attacked Lashley, and it's really basically all I, all I need to know. And uh, freaking um, I, I know I followed Jimmy Corderas and he does his old ref and rants. And like, he was he was talking about this uh, segment and uh, oh. <sighs> I just I I want him to be done with this. That's it. Vince McMahon this question to his 
Nice. Well, what is it, Ben? Come on, I'm not about that. Let's go. What's the I, question? I, I would say, how much money do I have to pay you to stop this storyline? Just stop. Just kill it. I have Just, a lot of money. There's not a there's not an amount you can offer me. I have it all. Well, well, well then, how about this? I, I, I will offer you insight to give you a fucking clue that this... The story the, the story of and the vast majority of what you've done for the last <laughs> decade is not working. Exactly. Thanks, seriously. It, it hurts me to say that because I have I have really um, so much respect for um, you know what he's built, but he 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 is steadily destroying. His legacy. I mean, did you see the numbers on the on the third quarter? You know, quarterly report this past week. Oh my God, it's embarrassing. The, the amount of the amount of money that uh, that Vince has has lost just the other day is is staggering. I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. Alright, so that is our review of Money and Rob. We are now going to turn our attention to AEW Dynamite. And this is their fifth episode from the Charleston Coliseum in Charleston, West Virginia. And, for once, I'm actually going to have some positive stuff to say over the next two segments of this show. So, we are capable of being positive when it comes to professional wait, there, wait, wait, three, because this one, then we have an NXT, and we have uh, SmackDown. Exactly. So, the positive stuff is coming. Alright, so uh, the opening of uh, AEW began with Adam Page defeating Sammy Guevara. This was a really good opener. I really enjoyed this one. Then we had, in women's division, Hikaru Shida defeating Shanna, who debuted on this week's episode of AEW. And to me, this was the best, uh, this is the best women's division match that they've had. To, to me, um, you know how, you know how uh, we've, we've talked, you know, week to week about how the tag team division of WWE has always been like a, a weak point. Sure. Well, you know, I feel like I feel like AEW's weak point is their um, is their uh, women's division. Now I was looking up uh, Shannon just now to see uh, where she's been. Uh, she uh, she was actually in TNA Impact Wrestling under the same name. Yeah. And- Oh, okay. And uh, she all in Impact and uh, Shine as well. Alright, so then we had the best friends and Orange Cassidy defeating uh, Jobber 1, 2, and 3, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, who we've seen on SmackDown, and QT Marshall. Break his neck. 
because you know the the natural uh, the natural reaction of the body is to put your hands out when you're falling. Dog, I know, right? And this guy the fact that he doesn't do that. I mean, it it makes him look like a modern day human lawn dart. And then we had um the elite defeating hybrid two and Kip Kip Sabian now. Then did you see what the young books uh, came out dressed as for Halloween? Oh my god. Okay, enough, enough with the cosplay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have... You oh, know, come on, you did, like, you did like their Street Fighter Halloween. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's like, okay. Come on, can it not you? How do you get it? like the contract signing between Jericho and Cody. Yes, but and, and although although that's not part of my complaint because oh, okay. because like that was the best contract signing I've ever seen. That was actually that was pretty. That it was, was it was different. That was, that was masterful. It was different because usually we see someone a brawl and someone getting put through a table at the end. Ridiculous! What the? I was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, I didn't take a guess at what segment you're referring to, and I don't see if I'm right. The Rock and Roll Express. Um. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um. But the one, the one that I'm, the one that I'm really talking about, um, is um, is that second one where Tony Schiavone and Cody Rhodes are in the limo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I didn't feel like that was necessary because yeah. that's, that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know, we already saw, you know, the segment with the jet opening the show. And we saw, you know, which was, which was really cool because that was like a throwback to the 80s. Um, so, so it's like Shivani, a manager of sorts? Well, uh, no, apparently he's just like a friend of the family. It, it's a weird but the opening segment with the jet and and then getting off the plane, uh, you know, that was cool. <laughs> and then so I would have I would cut out that second limo segment and then and then I would have um I would have cut off some of the uh, video packages uh, too. Okay. Because um, you know, really, the, really, the only segments that you need 
if, if you think about it, right? Because they, they had, there were three different different segments. Well, four, four if you really count them, them all, to, to build up um, Cody versus Jericho. Uh, you know, you had the, the opening segment with the, with the plane. You had the the limo segment. You had um, you had Cody getting his ass kicked by you know Inner Circle, and he got his arm and hand you know jacked in the door. Uh, and then you had you had the actual contract signing. Now, now I really enjoyed. Uh, you know, like I said, like I said, the opening segment, uh, the the closing segment, and and the 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 bit with with um with with Dustin getting getting his hand hand uh, caught in the door. Next week is a full gear. Now, did you hear about what they're doing with the three judges? Baltimore City is like the like one of the deadliest places in the United 
Okay. I mean, it's, it, it's, I'm, so I'm not going, I'm not going down there. You, you couldn't pay me to go to, to Baltimore City. And I, I, I literally told our mutual friend, uh, Mike Rain, who's actually attending the show, uh, you know, we were trying to get together while he was in town and he was, he was, uh, he was asking me, you know, I'm going to go to the show. You know, he messaged me last night and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Because it's, it's a shithole. Oh. And, and it is. So, you know. So that's the next study, and uh, I guess we'll be on here right after the show uh, concludes. Yeah. Alright, so that is um, our review of AEW. We are going to take a brief pause, and we will be back with NXT. Alright, three, four... Some Yoshi's interesting, right? And so yeah, and and she actually. Uh, so have you have you heard it? Yeah, because she, she played Eo um, down to the ring. No, I know, but that's like that's a live form. But like, have you heard it, the actual song like on Spotify without all the arena effects? Uh, no, but I'll have to take a look. So the show opened with with Poppy performing. Uh, her song "I Disagree," mm-hmm. which was actually, which was actually really good. I hadn't heard her before. I'm okay. typically, I'm typically not a fan of pop music at all. Um, but um, this didn't really strike me as pop music. It was more metal, to be honest with you. I thought. And we got people on on uh, Facebook were whining, complaining about who's poppy, who's. Who's this poppy person? Uh, well, just enjoy the fucking. Yeah, right. Music, you know? that, that's what I said. Like, just enjoy the show. Like, just shut up. Yeah, and like, and like, when was the last time he had a cool musical performance on Raw or SmackDown? Seriously. What the hell? The last one, I, last one I saw live was at WrestleMania, Drowning Pool on Saliva. That and that was um that was like WrestleMania eighteen. 18 yep. I really like this match. That's all I'm saying. Yes, but you had your statements. Okay, go on, go on, go on. on. So, uh, no, I'm just messing with you. 
Um, with Io Shirai defeated um, Candice LeRae, and whew, this was a this was a good match. Candice yeah, LeRae must be learning from her uh, from her significant other Johnny Gargano because and and, and the crowd was split too. Let's go Io. Let's go Candice. It's interesting. I've never really actually seen uh, him in action until like he got to NXT. Cause up here we didn't really get ROH as often. Like we get like once a week on Sunday nights, but it's an ungodly hour. Like I think twelve a.m. or one a.m. something like that. Well, that's not ungodly for me. That's just a regular evening. Yeah, okay, but yeah, by the time I finish, by the time you usually go to bed. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Okay, <laughs> go on. No, it's okay. I'm probably the same sometimes. Go on. Um, well, you know, it's just I don't I don't have a yeah. uh, a job in the traditional sense. This no. is my job. No, but I want to I want to see more uh, from Damien Priest. Yeah, well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I'm uh, I'm more familiar with him because I'm like I said uh, more familiar with with ROH and I'm. Yep. I'm, I'm Bronson Reed can move around that ring. For, for being that big. Holy jeez. Oh, and speaking of movement, we'll, uh, we'll really get in, in, into that, um, you know, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the SmackDown uh, review. Okay. Um, so, up next we had uh, a women's tag team championship match. The mm-hmm. Kabuki Warriors Okay. Uh, what do you think um, of this team, the Kulakai and uh, Tiki Knox? Well, I really, ha- I really haven't seen enough of them. Uh, you know, because they've been they've been out so long. Okay. I mean, I've seen them because of NXT UK, but like Tiki Knox, I was impressed with her NXT UK debut because like she they she they gave her the Brock Lesnar spot where she like squashed her opponent and like with just one kick to the head, and that was it. Yeah. But um. Then uh, she had a really great match against uh, Kaylee Ray. If you haven't seen that one, you should check that one. I believe it's the October 3rd at NXT UK. And that was a really great match. Yeah, I'll have to go, um, I'll have to go check that out. But, um, God, I'm getting weird pop-ups on this site I'm using. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, next up we had Cameron Grimes defeating, uh, Tyler Bate. <sighs> Cameron Grimes. Oh. oh my god. Put a shirt on. <laughs> god You look like a bear rug. I don't know. There's just something about this guy. I just. There's something about this guy. 
I'm expecting Burt Reynolds to come out of nowhere and try to lay on him or something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, like, I like, nothing against the guy, but, like, come on. I just, I don't know. I just can't. No, I said nothing against this guy, Cameron Grimes. Nothing against Cameron Grimes, but I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Go on. Go on. Go ahead. I'm so glad that I can watch two hours of this online because here we only get one hour of NXT on Friday nights before it's from 7 to 8 p.m. That is so ridiculous. Oh boy. They, they cut the show down and they cut the show in half and only give us one hour. Okay, uh, now there was that one segment with uh, Finn Balor. AOP uh, down in NXT like to be part of like a, a stable AOP's not even doing anything all we ever see them is is stupid vignettes like we've been seeing this for weeks Like, they're, they're, they're trying to introduce people to AOP. We already know who AOP are. We've seen them in action. So let uh, let's go. What do we have? Oh, oh. Yeah, no, we have no commercial. We're all, we're all done. There's no more commercials remaining. Yes, yes. Well, part part of me because uh, apparently my co-host is anxious to go to bed. No, we have, we. This is a TV time remaining. Oh, it's like a time limit. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 
actually a dark match on this. They put oh. Tamina they put Tamina Snuka in a dark match. Oh god. She defeated she defeated some Canadian chick named Divya Ch and that that's not even me making the sound, that's actually the last name Ch. This was this was an interesting show. Let's get. I can't wait to hear your report. Yes, it was an interesting show Be, uh, because of the um, aforementioned uh, fiasco mm-hmm. uh, in Crown Jewel mm-hmm. um, with a lot of the SmackDown talent being unavailable. Um, an, an emergency call was made to NXT in the style of the Ghostbusters. Um, and I'm so glad that uh, Triple H uh, brought NXT to the main roster because this was this was far and away my favorite uh, episode of uh, SmackDown this year, and quite frankly, uh, possibly several years up it's until this point. It's been the best um, in uh, in weeks since they beat on Fox. Exactly. So, um, uh, to kick off the show, we actually got a video package courtesy of uh, Paul Heyman and, um, and Brock Lesnar just got to stand there and look, int- look intimidating and make his money um, while Paul Heyman was on the mic. And um, we pretty much got a, a blow-by-blow uh, video recap of that entire embarrassing uh, crown jewel encounter between uh, King Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. I think the I think the uh, match lasted for slightly slightly over two minutes. Uh, um, but um, apparently they needed to run that for that amount of time because uh, the NXT superstars were late arriving to the. Once we actually got into the promo, uh, it was announced that Brock Lesnar would transfer to Raw uh, in order to be able to get his hands on uh, Rey Mysterio. And now, apparently, uh, WWE is... um, Having the 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 champion the championships switch brands uh, to to accommodate the
was just a fiasco and it didn't count for shit. Now, apparently, they they want everybody to uh, remember that there were drafts, so they're forcing our role. Uh, so, so, go there. Um, but next up, we. Ladies and gentlemen, we're having trouble again. Oh. We had, uh, um, so, as, as I said, I was uh, pleasantly surprised that uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated the Miz. And uh, come, to, come to find out, uh, we got a very compelling reason as to why the NXT talent... Uh, Got the nod over, over the existing SmackDown talent on that show. Um, next, next up in terms of uh, match order, uh, we have uh, Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox defeating Fire and Desire via submission. Obviously, we could kind of tell that was going to happen when Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox came out because what had they done with uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Um, so that was kind of obvious. Uh, next up we had what I consider to be a, a classic uh, main event between Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan with Adam Cole defeating uh the leader of the Yes movement um, via pinfall, and like I like I said, um, this was this was the this was the epitome of the NXT takeover of SmackDown because um, uh, NXT did not lose a single match tonight or or that night I should say Friday night. And um, and we got a very uh, good reason for that because after the match, uh, Triple H came out surrounded by the NXT uh, roster that was booked on the show uh, tonight, or once again Friday night, and he said that NXT uh, will be at Survivor Series to take Exactly. So I can appreciate the show, and I actually, I would rate it as an A+. 
Yep, the, this was the best uh, show since their debut on Fox. to wrap up the show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ben, what do you see bring the show to a close? Yes, we've, uh, we, we've, um, reviewed all <laughs> the laughs, uh, this evening. And we managed to get through all the technical difficulties because, in case, uh, fans didn't know, um, the connection went down twice tonight. I'm telling you, you know, I can see the flames popping up from the internet uh, circuit boards. <laughs> Alright, so with that being said, um, next week uh, we will be here right after the AEW Full Gear pay-per-view. So for my co-host Ben Pierce, I'm Elio Canella, saying we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the fans. <laughs> Alright, we'll talk to you all next week. Are you ready?